Hello guys and welcome back to Athena Rewitch Girl the Hooligan. If you are under 18, please leave. Thank you. Okay, so um, I did want to talk about something I've been kind of into lately. Um, eh, it's a little weird, but uh, I've been reading a lot of um, books when it comes to a split personality and romance. Now, I want to talk about two of the most current ones I've read. One of them is new to you guys, and the other one you've kind of heard me mention before. So the first one is going to be Absolutely Ruin Loved. Sorry for my partner. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give a small summary on this. and But basically, it's two people, one body kind of situation. So I'm going to give you a small review of Absolutely We're in Love and I'm going to go into Double Trapped. So Absolutely We're in Love is a comedy drama webtoon, BL slash Yaoi, whatever you want to call it, um, where our main character Ma Dong Jae is gay, but he is only really into heterosexual men, heterosexual presenting men. And... It could be because of his own bias and his own internalized homophobia, but regardless of that, let's just put that out there. That's what he likes. It's very toxic, but it is him, and that's who he is. Um, this takes a lot more of a comedy approach, by the way, so I think I should probably mention that. And he accidentally meets who he thinks is Han Tan Jun, who is a fourth grade law major student in college. I don't know how that works, um, but I'm thinking it's like fourth year, um, pre-law or something. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know how law degrees work in Korea, so just putting that out there. Anyways, so who he thinks is, you know, this guy who, first off, really presents gay when he meets him because he's in the bathroom, he's getting dressed or whatever because he got just broken up with his crush at the time and end up getting into a physical altercation he gets something spilled on him so he goes get changed and this is where he's like really sexually approached by who he believes is once again Han Tong Jun but when they meet again he has no recollection and this is where we kind of start to find that he has a lot of like weird back and forth or whatever and it's revealed that he has a split personality. His split personality is named Taho and Taho is the gay version of Han Tan Jun. Han Tan Jun is straight. And although he has access to Tan Ho, who basically shares the same body, um, he doesn't want him because he perceives him to be the negative stereotypes of homosexuality. He's very sexual, he's very lustful. He comes on very strong. Um, not that he's particularly feminine, but he's lustful in a way. And he kind of feels like, Dong kind of feels like it's a little too much. But he kind of starts getting a little bit of a, of a favor with Taho, like, to get the attention of Han Tan Jun, he kind of starts fucking around with Taho on the DL with the understanding that he's going to try to make him closer. And of course, some of it is played for laugh. Of course, some of it is kind of, you know, a little bit dramatic, but it's mainly played for laughs, you know, 
um of course they start kind of unifying and we find out that the reason that his personality kind of split the focus point because a lot of people believe that there's a focus point where people start having and developing personality usually by a trauma or a response to certain outside stressors but uh tan tan jun finds out that he is on the gay spectrum and he is homophobic towards himself so he really can't understand being homosexual and his desires and his lust and he's very ashamed of it and he's having a lot of problems with it and but you know those desires and those things don't just go away so he tries to push them down and push them down and push them down so much that it splits into another personnel, another person. And this, you know, Tan Tan Jun himself is very put together. He's very, you know, elegant. He dresses a certain way. You know, he's a good example of quote unquote heterosexual masculinity in a non-toxic environment. But his desires version of himself, Tan Ho, is very aggressive not aggressive like physically aggressive but sexually aggressive like he knows what he wants he's quite lustful he's intentional he's a little bit manipulative in his actions they're both the same person it's just like a flip side so he's kind of split them both up and they kind of had to reconcile amongst themselves to see who they are and this only happens by having Han Tan Jun kind of admits himself that yeah I do like men this is something that interests me and kind of unifying slowly it's very interesting it, it is very interesting but it is of course played more for laughs it's a little bit more of a comedy now double tapped it trapped is not a comedy it's actually much more drama which i kind of enjoyed even more so you know i've read other things like this obviously but i do like to see different people's perspective of what a split personality is what it can do to somebody etc especially when it comes to you know love language and blah blah, blah. It's, it's interesting anyways good to summary so we start off with our main character this time and obviously the old college this one's a college student um, as well and his name is Jin Sun. Jin Sun has had a crush on his next door neighbor who is like six years older than him called Yuhara. Yura. Yura my bad. Yura and him kind of known each other since they were kids as they were neighbors and he met Yuhara when he was in he was in high school and he himself was in like elementary school late elementary school early middle school something along those lines and they've been kind of like brothers but jinsen wants to be more than brothers and little does he know that yuta or yura also agrees but now they're both kind of adults you know he's in college and yura is actually a like professor slash research scientist or something along those lines with him in the same environment but they share an apartment because 
you know, Yuda wanted to move out and, you know, his mom kind of didn't want him to be alone and Jins and um, Jensen agreed to move in with Yuhara with the guise of him getting closer with time to him and trying to convince him to see him more of like an adult and not the child that he once met him as. So this is really like it, it does have a good layer of drama like just generally because of the age gap and how long they've known each other and where they got to know each other and whether or not it's grooming. So it has like a lot of layers but in this situation it isn't necessarily grooming grooming because they were both young at the time and Yura understood in himself like that that was a no-no but anyways we continue the story so this is gonna continue a lot of spoilers by the way anyways so um at this time you know they, they moved in together or whatever and you know he's going to college he's making a friend his friend is actually very interesting um jensen's friends is actually very very interesting character um if you do read it you're gonna really like his side story i think it's really interesting um so he has his best friend or whatever and everything seems to be going good or whatever he's just really trying to get his attention of yura you know as more of an adult and yura's being very resistant to see him as such regardless um jensen keeps kind of pushing and one night while he's sleeping Yura comes into his room and he's behaving a little different and he ends up um jerking off to Jensen's sleeping body yeah um and this goes on multiple nights in a row until finally things get physical and they they take it to a physical level and you know, Jensen's actually kind of happy because he thinks, oh, you know, he's finally seeing me as an adult. He sees my feelings for him. He does also have feelings for me. But the next morning when he wakes up, it was as if nothing had happened. Um, He doesn't mention it. It's like weird. But at night, he keeps coming into his room and doing stuff and for multiple nights in a row. And then finally, he kind of like snaps into his own senses and is like, who are you like because you're not the same guy you're not the guy i know in the morning in the daylight my whole life you're somebody different at night so who are you are you the same person are you the right person are you someone else who looks like him who are you so this is where we kind of get to know that um for a very long time there has been another person another personality in Yura's body and he contains specific memories and this is kind of worrisome because um to him to Jinsun he feels like this other personality is harming and invading Yura's body that it's like a possession of some kind and so he ends up seeking out one of Yuhara's friends who's a psychologist kind of like a psychologist but who doesn't practice for some reason 
but anyways he ends up seeking his help and he kind of explains it and so they kind of come up with this idea like yo he definitely has like split personality disorder and the question is does he know so <laughs> Jensen starts kind of doing his own investigation and kind of realizes that it's clear that Yuhara doesn't know that there's another person in his body or a split personality and you know during his digging around and he's he's getting frustrated Jensen's getting frustrated because every night he gets visited by this sexual insatiable lustful individual who shares the same body shares the voice you know is everything he wants but isn't everything he wants it isn't the personality that he's gotten to know since he was a child so it's kind of like this weird disconnect because they've had this relationship for so long and so he kind of starts lashing out and Yura, you know, is actually attracted. Like both parts of his personalities is actually attracted to Jinsen. Um, they're both fascinated by him. They both like him. They both want him. But Yuhara holds himself back due to his own moral standing, while his other part of his personality embraces the heathenism in his own desires. You know, so it's quite complicated right anyways so during this situation um we kind of start getting more of yuhara's point of view of things now yuhara has been suffering from fatigue lately he's been ending up waking up with like marks on him's body pains and aches and has kind of like memory loss or he doesn't remember certain things at all like from his childhood from his past from their connection and it he starts noticing it when jensen starts bringing things up from their past like his shoulder injury that he doesn't remember having and this is where he kind of starts really questioning himself because he's like something's something's going on something's wrong so he ends up leaving himself notes because he starts having very hyper-realistic dreams of sexual encounters with Jensen. And they seem a little too real, a little too realistic, a little too detailed, too vivid. Like something is going on mentally. And then he starts receiving notes back, responses that he doesn't know where they're coming from. But while this is happening, Jensen is also like he's losing his his he's he's becoming super frustrated. Like I said, he's dealing with two people in one body and getting kind of mad at both of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And like having to learn to distinguish between who's who, which is which. And, you know, so he's thinking, you know, maybe he's just tired of him. You know, how long can he hold back? You know, your horror is like, how long can I keep holding back? How long can I keep torturing myself from him? 
And so when, you know, in an, in a misguided attempt to kind of get Yuhora to like really respond to him, Jinseng lashes out and basically is like, I'm moving. I'm going to leave. I can't, I can't do this. I'm an adult. I'm an adult man and I can't have you treating me like a child. And although Yuhara wants to kind of beg him to stay, the original personality of him wants to beg him to stay, he doesn't. Because he's like, no, he is an adult and he has the right to leave. And I have no right to kind of hold him back. I have no right to him in general, which, you know, commendable. But still, like, if he would have been honest, it would have solved a lot of their issues. But because he was trying to hold himself back and, you know, be that caricature of a good older brother that he doesn't actually want to be he kind of starts to spiral even more because now he hasn't even said like i'm going to be abandoned and this starts bringing out more of his second personality and starts diminishing a lot of his first personality and jungsen is the first to really notice it like oh my gosh this guy's coming out during the day now like there's a lot more of him i'm scared that you know with time you know his his original personality the guy that i got to know is going to dissipate it's going to disappear and so he starts trying to separate himself a little bit hoping that maybe the distance will help him get better by staying with his best friend now the best friend has a crush on the psychiatrist that's trying to help them help Jensen, which is such a cute story honestly 10 out of 10 um <laughs> so Jensen, um Yura starts kind of being more and more alone more to his own devices and then starts suffering physical consequences from this until the point where he starts kind of reaching out into his own psych his own psyche like reaching out to himself and he starts realizing that there are versions of himself that he has been killing he's been holding back um and when did it all start it all started when they when he was in high school and he started noticing he was forming a crush on the little boy that he knew Jun's son and he you know recognized it for being wrong and so he shoved it deep and then we have another memory where he's getting older and he's now in high school and you know Gura's now in high school and um in college and Jensen is in high school and you know he was attacked by bullies or whatever and he you know reacts and he saves Jensen but Jensen kind of says hey bro like that was actually pretty fucking scary bro like you just completely snapped what the fuck was that so what did he do Yura turns around and buried that part of himself to play the role to to not scare him and over time he starts building these memories these precious moments with him and he realizes that they're wrong so he keeps burying them deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and eventually sometime during college he developed this second personality and it's just been with him for years growing getting memories accumulating a personality with time exploring himself sexually and 
you know, it all comes to a head when he's finally like, I don't want to disappear. I don't want to leave. I don't want to do this to myself. And of course, you know, with the help of Johnson's magical, but Jesse, he gets better because he's able to confront himself and fully realize his desire and, you know, fully go for it. And this is like the first time he's able to actually sleep well, although he ends up in the hospital, he sleeps well and he starts the process of unifying himself. And it's actually pretty fast. It's kind of like a merger of personalities where he still gets to be his original self, but he's now incorporating a lot of, you know, the, the separated memories, the separated personality memories. And it's done very beautifully, but now it's kind of, you know, mainly done and <laughs> um he's now all in one and he's having this relationship and he's still grappling with the fact that this is a man this is a grown adult and yes he can sexualize him and they can have this relationship but he's still kind of like hesitant to move forward even though he knows he and he is aware that he has had sexual relationships with him in the past he understands that that wasn't fully him and he doesn't know how to be a truly good partner and make this transition from friend family confidant to now a fully sexualized realized individual and you know i do find it to be a very interesting story in a very dark romantic kind of way because i always think like a lot of mental health issues can and oftentimes are sexualized and it's weird to see how different people take it and make it their own and put it into their stories mental health is very dangerous to play with but it's fun to explore such concepts with guys of fantasy you know so i don't know i thought it was a pretty good read um i don't know how much it's gonna be good after this because it's kind of like the the mental side is over and now we're getting more into the relationship side so i don't know how the transition is gonna be but overall i can tell you that the story was definitely interesting and i preferred a more dramatic version versus the comedic version of things but i do have to say it does have you know strong sexual themes a little bit of gore violence and definitely a lot of complex situations and i don't think that anyone under a certain age should read it especially if, even if you're over a certain age i feel like you have to be in a good mental state to read something like that because it, it can bring up a lot of questions and definitely it, it there's a lot of arguments to this whether it should have been made or whether you know <laughs> it's a right to depict things like this but overall i cannot say that it's not interesting that it's not fascinating I don't know and the second relationship is actually very fun you know um by the way some of it I consider quite schizophrenic but anyways um like the second part of this story is a guy who seems like he's not interested in anything and is totally a nerd but ends up being a weird sadist 
who tries to end up getting with the therapist friend. Such a weird side story. Um, go ahead. And if you are interested, read it. Um, but otherwise than that, I don't want you to take... I don't know if I want you to take this kind of as a recommendation. But if you are interested, please go ahead and read it. If not, you know, don't. <laughs> I can't. I'm not going to force you to read something that you're not into. Um, you know, it does have a lot of heavy subjects. Now to end things on a lighter note. Um... <laughs> Because I know that was kind of a bit much. Um, I do want to discuss uh, something that's just straight up porn. Um, It's called Campus Conspiracy. And it's by the uh, creator of Full Volume. So, you know, the art sounds going to be great. By the way, have you ever been catching up with Full Volume? Because that's a 10 out of 10. Anyways, so Campus Conspiracy Theory. It is porn. But it's great. Uh... (laughs) Here's what happens, right? So we have our main character, Yin Ho, and he's popular, but he's popular because um, he was raised by nothing but sisters. And if you grew up with a bunch of sisters, the judgment is harsh and the punishments are harsher. Mm, so because of that, he kind of learned how to, you know, behave and be a good kid and, you know, have decent hygiene. So... And he's in college or whatever and it's just popular uh and i don't know if he's gay from the beginning but yeah, yeah no he is yeah he is um he has a thing for like guys who are pretty in the face he really likes guys who are pretty in the face like that's his thing and in fact they put a reference to the original you know full volume and the main character dude not be bummed the other one anyways <laughs> anyways everyone got titties in this i love this um he ends up in a class where they do good projects and his best friend's like hey can you switch with me because like this guy's kind of fucking scary and he ends up meeting man g's man gil man gil i cannot i don't know how to pronounce it but i'm gonna go with Mangil. Mangle, and he is kind of like his opposite but he's very big a big boy um kind of scary looking kind of has this like dark aura about him and he kind of approaches him Yingbun kind of approaches him like hey you know we're gonna work on a project or whatever and let's just uh be chill or whatever and he keeps talking about him and Mango's just like yo bro shut the fuck up come to my house we'll do whatever the fuck that you need to do you know Yinghong's kind of like bruh whatever man and he ends up going there and ends up being like this super like big rich place apparently you know manga owns it and he's always owned it and apparently like they've actually met each other before in high school but um he met him when he didn't have his glasses on because he's actually really pretty without his glasses on because that's you know god forbid you wear glasses ugly bitches um <laughs> i'm talking to myself not <laughs> to you guys but um yeah and so he realizes oh my gosh this is the guy i used to have a crush on in high school that i never got the chance to talk to because he ended up leaving before i could actually approach him so that's who he is um but now he got a chance and uh actually mingle always kind of had a thing for yin ho and he recognized him from the get-go but uh yin ho didn't recognize him and now he's kind of pissed off at that so he's about to get freaking dicky in the sheets with him 
and yes it's it's good it's good read it it's short five chapters but five chapters are awesomeness all right so that ended up things in a lighter note but otherwise than that thank you guys for joining me i hope you had fun i know this is a little short of a review for that one but um not short of an episode so bye save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 percent lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful powerade body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details